Hello everyone and welcome. This is episode 12, I think, of VR Souls. It goes your fortnightly podcast where we talk about VR and all the other bollocks that we get up to. Um, I'm your host, Buck3131, and I'm joined, as ever, I'm going to go in a different order this time, by the wonderful Dr. Oculus. It's me! Hi guys, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How how are you good, sir? I'm good. I'm not too bad at all. I'm, I'm back at work after having a week off. Um, I've walked into the horror show that is that, but apart from that, everything's fine. <laughs> and also with us we have Paul. How's Paul? I'm good. I'm doing well. Just chilling. Yep. Chilling like a villain, as all those hip cool kids say. I wouldn't know. Unfortunately, we are missing a VR soul today because it's his birthday. So we decided to give him the day off and he can go enjoy jelly and ice cream and cake <laughs> with his family. So it's happy birthday to Bowl. Wish you very happy well. Happy birthday Shame to Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I did give but him a, I did give him a nice. birthday picture, as you wanted, on the in the bowl box. He's got a party hat and a happy birthday on him. Oh, has he? Oh, yeah. okay. I have not seen this. I'm going to have to click the click window. I, I yes, just that's saw perfect. it. <laughs> that is absolutely superb. Now we just need it, like, towards the end of the podcast to slowly start scrolling. Yeah. Because <laughs> it messes around with his camera in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Which is Good old bowl fashion. <laughs> yeah. He will be missed. We should all be wearing, like, a black armband or something because he's not here. A blue, a blue and yellow one, that. like a little Swedish. A blue and yellow armband, just one that says IKEA. The best I can do with, is with it. instructions of how to put the armband on. <laughs> a dismembered deluxe audio strap. That's very fetching. Doc mm. is now wearing a deluxe audio strap backwards on his head for our audio listeners. So it looks like he's got a sumo nappy on his head, though. That's a problem. It, it, it kind of does. does, yeah, like an upside down. This sumo. is not why I gave you my deluxe audio strap. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I've had to undask mod it for a quest video that is taking forever to do. Um, so far, fine. I've recorded two and a half hours worth of footage <laughs> for it, and I'm not even close to finished. Ah, well, at least we've got something coming along then. Progress. I had a lot less hair when I started it. <laughs> but let's just put it that way. That's <laughs> fair enough. Right, so first thing we usually talk about is game night. So last week we all played Carnage Chronicles at the behest of Bol, who isn't even here. Mm. Um, what did we think of Carnage Chronicles? I mean, it wasn't my first outing in Carnage Chronicles, but they have certainly done work to it. It's a yeah. very, very pretty, very, very pretty game indeed. Mm. Um, I still don't know. It's one of those games that when I'm playing it every now and again, I think, is this how it's supposed to be or is it broken? In what way? Like, I mean, like when we got to, well, I was playing it, I don't know, was it a year ago? Probably longer, well, with Paul. Yeah. And we got to a boss and we were like, is this boss really, really hard? Or is it just impossible because it's broken? I think we sort of beat it, cheat, like we finally beat it by somewhere and then we, like, we couldn't actually go glitched away the through the gate at the end that yeah. allowed us to progress. Hmm. <laughs> but it, it just kept getting down to like a third health and then it just refill its health back to full again even if all just were, dying like, even constantly. if all were alive at the time it just refilled because yeah. normally it, it just refilled refill itself I, I got the impression that if one of you died some of the health did come back um i but may be go, wrong in that but that's what it looked like to me 
from like a quarter left to full health, and that was and like, and like Paul said, we were all alive. So, I mean, I don't even know and it was what all, was it going was on. Spawning like endless like ads as well. Like it just seemed like every time you killed all the surrounding people with it, they just spawned back in. Like this doesn't <laughs> seem right. But it's like since yeah. this was probably what well over a year ago, probably. So we spent I mean, the entire time wondering if it was broken, and then I I still get that every now and again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I quite liked it. I I thought it was quite good fun. It was my first outing. I'd never played it before. Um, I I really enjoyed it. I thought the mechanics of it worked really well. I can see why Bull likes it so much because of the character progression. Yeah. So it's loop 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 loop, and that's that's really his yes. thing as well, isn't it? He really likes the progression side of things. Um. It, the fact it, it felt it did feel like the harder you swing the more damage you do but i'm not sure that's true no that is true oh that is true oh okay fine then um, I'm, i then watched... it felt like it was then so. <laughs> <laughs> i watched one of bull's streams and he was uh, stood at a training dummy and he was swinging his weapon and then he swung it slower, and it did less damage. You saw the numbers oh, okay. less of them. So I was like, he was actually he was actually streaming that the day before, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah like he was. Yeah, he was like, oi, traitor! <laughs> <laughs> he was playing it with cold. He was playing he? with yeah, he was playing it with cold vengeance. And then we we have to really, it's like we called him a traitor, or I called him a traitor. It's probably the other way round because he's been playing games with cold for he's, God knows how long. Yeah. And they they are like the co-op twins, and yeah. any time you'll see Bowl streaming something co-op, Cold will be there with it definitely. I'm I'm not, I'm not sure I would say that they were co-op twins because if you watch the streams, they seem to bicker like a married couple. It's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit like being on this podcast, then, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> maybe it's just Bowl he brings it out in people. Maybe, maybe, but that's why we like him. It's it's nice to have, especially on a podcast, to have differing views of opinion yeah because it brings out the conversation and it brings out the discourse and that's quite handy and bowl has a very certain way with words which <laughs> oh, i thought I in, in, in our um, appreciate in our discord this morning i thought he was genuinely going to attack me <laughs> 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 I, I i brought yeah. up some some news and he was yeah. just like i've heard nothing but that news all day Dear God, just leave it alone. And I was like, I literally just heard it. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think he meant it like that at all. Oh, God, no, no. It's, it is ball. It's, you know, the, the it was just that brief I moment. Find, I was yeah. like, hmm. He has the a, fun thing I find with him um, is the tone is always the same. And when I read his messages on Discord, I hear yeah. his voice in those messages and the tone that he speaks with. And it's just, mwah, it's just beautiful every time <laughs> it comes up. I absolutely love it. But no, Carnage Chronicles, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I thought we had a decent time doing it. We finished the first section. There were three sections yeah. in the game. Um, whether we go back to it, we don't know. Basically, Probably because not. we keep saying we'll go back to stuff and we never do. Yeah. Because that's who we are. <laughs> Two I, thumbs up. Admittedly, what have we really played that's been the potential of going back to? I mean, you're never going to go anywhere near Forest, surely. I, you're I'll scared. Do if, if I'm all a, the time. Yes, but that's beyond... The, not all the time. Like, all the time. In the caves, yes. And I admit, a lot <laughs> of my time was in the cave. Um, I was not expecting that to be 
as frightening as that was. I think the only part um, that freaked me out in the cage was in the cave was when I lit that dynamite and I didn't know how to let go of it. So I said, this dynamite burned in my hand. I was like, I don't know, throw this. Yes, because I was standing next to you at the time and was like, I'm out of here, and just ran off. <laughs> and as I ran off is when I ran into one of the things that's down there. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? And Bob's like, it's nothing, everything's fine. <laughs> so she go around. But yeah, it was, yeah. No, but no, and we may go back to some stuff. There's going to come a point, I think, where there will be going yeah. back to old games that we've done. I think because it'll be there's nothing else around. So well, we are around. not, if nothing, but a slave to our audience. So if somebody's just like, yes. play Forest again, then yes. I suppose we will. No, that's very true. We can do that. We did stop for a while doing the tweets of choosing what to play. Um, we'll probably start that up again. Yeah, it's, only because it's there. sort of come along organically mid-episode yeah we've just yes. been like we should play that and then we're just yeah. like well fair enough we're playing that we'll not put it yeah. out to a vote and we've, we've also had keys sent to us by developers and yeah. you know we've taken yeah. the opportunity to go and play those and show them off for people as a thanks to the developers for sending us those so that's good sorry the cat has just knocked something off of the wall thanks Maya <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Pay attention to me, Buck. Pay attention to I, me. It is. It is literally like it's because I'm sitting in this chair. She's been sitting in this chair all day and all yesterday. I like, couldn't get her out of it. It's like, come on, and she just looks at you, and it's like, come on, love. Like, so she's obviously got quite annoyed, and has now dragged it. She did dart off out the room as minute that it all <laughs> fell off, though. So she knows she's done wrong. Just grab the headset. Yeah, just, she'll exactly. hopefully she'll run away. But let's move on, shall we? Uh, right. I mean, if Who we wants to go first? Um, well, I suppose I should see this. This one's actually quite late because I forgot it on last week's show. Um, I well, played then. a game called Warchasm, which is, okay. I mean, it's, it's an on-the-rail shooter, I suppose is the way of putting it, in that you are in a minecart on rails and you okay. are going down the track. Literally on rails then, okay. Um... You know, the track is damaged in places, so there's a mechanic where you have to, like, grab the side of the cart and lean it away from the damaged areas, and you've got things flying in that you shoot them, and you have to pick different weapons and all sorts of things like that. And then you eventually get to an end boss and, you know, attack that, hopefully win, and get to progress to the next <laughs> the next level and the next area. Uh, I've been chatting to the developer, Dave, and sort of giving him a bit of feedback and things like that. And, um, yeah, I, I actually had a pretty great time. It was one of the first times that I actually used the vest, especially on a live stream, and the banging soundtrack to that pumping through the vest was certainly a... Um, a good experience. So I did very much enjoy playing Warchasm. I think they were on about implementing live support, and I um, said Ooh. that they should probably reach out to you. I'm pretty okay. sure that was the game. I do that quite a bit. But um, well, you've you've played something else recently that does have live support. Um, that I, <laughs> I, I was lucky enough to be given the key to that as well, and I'm intrigued by this one. Um, yeah, so I played a game called Growilla. Grow, Growilla. Um, basically, it's like um, what was that game that you did on itch so so long ago? You were just a giant ball, and you absorbed smaller balls to become a bigger ball to then become the biggest ball to absorb all balls. Agar. 
That's what. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. So it's kind of the same sort of vein as that, in that you are a genetically modified gorilla that you go around and you start off by eating, like, berries and mice and graduate to, like, rabbits and deer and sunbathing women. And um, you just become a gigantic gorilla hell-bent on taking revenge against the lab or the general that ran the lab that turned you into the gorilla that you are. Um, So, yeah, I'm very, very curious to see how that will actually pan out in live. Because, I mean, obviously they can't make you grow... So I'm assuming so make the world get smaller. Around it's going you. to shrink, yeah. So when when that happens, do you see the world change around you, or does it just click and suddenly the world's a different shape? Um, no, it is just like a bit of a blink, and then you're okay. bigger. Okay. So yeah, um, I mean the the locomotion in that is not like stick based. You have to basically pull a trigger and swing your hand which I've played a few demos. I think there's a Sonic demo uh, on um, H.I.O. thing, honestly. Yeah, and I was like, I, I really don't like this. I don't like the swinging your arms way, to move. I can't say I've ever played that one, to be fair. Oh, we should do that as a game night one time. Climbing. Um... Climbing's worth doing as a game night, definitely. Okay, we'll pop that on the potential to-do list. We'll then. put that on the list. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that method of locomotion is one that I'm generally not a fan of. However, in the context and in the setting of this game, it makes complete sense that you would essentially put your knuckles out mm. and then bring yourself forward because you're a freaking gorilla. So how do you turn? Just by actually uh, turning? You or is it flick one... a stick. Oh, okay. I, every time I was playing, I wanted to, you know, do one forward, one backwards to turn. Yeah, but no, it's flicking a stick. So I don't know whether I mean. Well, no, it's officially out of early access. They've officially on version one point now. Okay. So I don't know whether they will implement that. I don't know if they've toyed with the idea and then you know decided against it. But uh, yeah, it, it was one of the things I was constantly trying to do, and then thinking, oh god, no, I have to flick the stick. But all in all, I had a, a generally fun experience, and I. They, they don't really hold your hand at all when you okay. get started. So I don't know whether I was playing the campaign, sandbox mode, free play mode. I honestly don't know what I was doing. Uh, okay. I know there is a campaign mode involved, but I don't know if I was playing it. Ah. So, well, yeah, there's say, more investigation. I, I do have this as well, and I will be streaming it with Liv, so we can try and see what that looks like. Hmm. So I was doing... Thing extras as well it gives you light snack lunchbox three course meal which is what i did but i feel like the campaign mode would be something completely different so i don't know maybe if if you feel inclined try the campaign mode first and see if it's any different to what i saw Hmm. well i'm not gonna touch it until i stream it so that's what she said i'm not gonna know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> have you got a num? Um, so, so you played War Chasm and you did Grow Rilla. Anything else? Um, well, I've played the uh, Iron Man demo. 
Ah, uh, finally. I've been asking you to do this for ages. Yeah, I was on the fence because it was like, I've got a PlayStation with a PSVR, but then when I went to launch the Iron Man demo, I just got a black mm. screen and the whirling white dots in the headset, and I was troubleshooting that for a while. Mm. And then I tried, you know, doing different bits and bobs, wiped the PlayStation, started again, all kinds of things like that. Couldn't get it to run. Borrowed a PlayStation mm -hmm. off of somebody else to rule out whether it's the PSVR or the PlayStation was at fault. And yep. the PSVR worked flawlessly. So I was like, oh, I need a new PlayStation. Oh, no. The PlayStation 5 is out in, like, what, five, six months? I Yeah. Like, spending money on a PlayStation at this point seems kind of pointless. But at this point in its life cycle, the PlayStation 2 and the PlayStation 3 came free with a packet of crisps. Yeah. Whereas... Right now, like the cheapest second-hand PS4 I can get is 150 quid. Like, that's not bad. To be honest, that's not bad. It's not bad, but like PS2s and PS3s are 120 quid with two games at this point in time. Yeah. Brand new. Yeah. The and the life well, cycle of the PS4 was extended quite a bit, probably by the addition of the Pro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've. I mean, at the end of the day. Console life cycles are getting longer and longer because I believe the Xbox came out before the PlayStation, so realistically, that's older than the, the Xbox PS4. X did, yeah, I believe so. So, I the, the console life cycles. In fact, I can tell you when the uh, Xbox came out. All I have to do is day one, two thousand and thirteen. That console okay. is seven years old. Well, it'll be six and a half because it's like November they come out, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, 2013, these consoles are certainly seeing a longer life cycle, but mm -hmm. I, I, I don't want to pay so much for one. I think the 360's <laughs> life cycle was a bit longer, wasn't it? Wasn't that about nine years? I thought it was about six years, but they officially supported it. Like, mm. to me, the end of the console is yeah, when they bring out a new yeah. one. The next one comes out, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't buy a more up-to-date console than the Xbox One X. We seem to be flipping each time as well, which is the better console. It's like it was the 360 and not the PlayStation 3, and then this time it is the PlayStation 4 and not the Xbox. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens next generation. It's, yeah, I mean, at the end, it all comes down to games. Games sell oh. consoles. Content is king. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing yeah. we always say here. And the PlayStation 3, they went a weird way. Like, they couldn't... Developers were having a hard time making mm. games for it. Yep. So games just looked and ran better and were happily developed for an Xbox 360. And then on this occasion, Microsoft went a weird way where they, rather than using the you know typical kind of RAM, they went for a different two different sets. So they could dedicate a certain section of RAM to certain processors and things. And apparently that was a bit of a pain in the ass to develop for, and so they released the update that disconnected the Connect and released some uh, memory and things like that, which helped developers. But at that point in time, I think the damage was already done. It didn't help with that stupid, you know, it has to be online all the time thing they said. Like, mm, I love the video <laughs> Dan Matrick that, was, placed, uh... that Sony released after that about how you share your game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just like, oh. the, the, the Xbox was basically like, no, your machine's going to be up and all the time. It will constantly check. You have 
a license to play this game, whether you bought it digitally or you have a physical disc, and then um, basically <laughs> PlayStation went, oh, here's how you share games on a PlayStation, and someone just handed someone a game. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, you couldn't play a game unless you physically bought, unless you'd actually paid money for it. On Which, the, I mean, the idea was just to try and get rid of the second-hand games market, yeah. I guess. Um, which you can understand because they don't make any money from that directly at all. Um, but at the and, same point, fuck you, we're going to play <laughs> second-hand games. <laughs> to, to be fair, though, I mean, di ditching the second-hand games market is not helping Xbox anywhere near as much as what it will help the developers. Because mm -hmm. mm. I can't see Xbox getting a massive chunk of every sale of freaking Far Cry 4. No. It's going to be all Ubisoft that gets yeah. that. Surely. So, yeah. I mean, it wasn't in, even like a Microsoft thing. No. Interesting. Someone has just mentioned in chat as well about the Xbox Game Pass, and that is like Netflix for games for the Xbox, and there's also a PC and Xbox version, which mm -hmm. is Game Pass. I've still got the... I, so I've, I actually signed up again. I had it ages ago, and then it was like, I'm not using it. I don't really need it. And that's the nice thing. You can drop in and drop out when you want to. Mm -hmm. So you can say this month, yeah, next month, no. So I actually did, they had a deal where you can get a month of Ultimate, which includes your Xbox Live and mm -hmm. all the games that come with it and PC games. Mm -hmm. And that was a pound for the first month. Yeah. And I was like, I'll try I'll that. that. <laughs> I'll have a look. Yeah. And that, that's worth it just to check it out because you mm. can just go, yeah, I don't want to renew this. Done. And then when yeah. something comes out, because I think a lot of people, they'll use it for the exclusives because mm -hmm. exclusives always come to Game Pass. So that's, it's yeah. kind of like, so like the main Forza. thing that sold it the first time was Forza. Exactly. That's why I got it, was mm. to play Forza. But yeah, I, I, for a pound, for a month, it's worth hopping in and having a look. Yeah, definitely. I so yes, Iron Man was absolutely fantastic in the Would You Vest. I told um, you it was a good game. It, yeah, I mean, I don't know whether the vest added. Uh, no, no, the vest definitely added to it. I don't know whether it made it. it probably didn't. It probably feels just as epic as it does mm -hmm. without the vest. But with the vest on, it just made it such a phenomenal experience that I was just like, oh, I, I need to buy a PlayStation Pro now. Don't I, I have a question about using it with the vest with one particular sequence very early in the game. So there's a sequence earlier in the game where you jump out of a plane. Spoilers, if no one's seen it. If <gasps> it's the demo. Go play the demo, damn it's, it. It's the demo. You're jumping out of a plane, mm -hmm. and the suit is coming to you. And you hold one hand up. I can't remember. Oh, you know exactly what I'm going to ask you, don't you? So mm -hmm. you hold one hand up. You hold right hand up first, and the glove slams into your hand and mounts on there. And then you hold the other hand up, and the glove slides into that one, and holds it. And then the chest piece comes in and slams in, and then the mark, the helmet comes in. What I want to know is, does it hit this side of the vest for this hand? Does it hit this side of the vest for this hand? Does it does it hit at the front for that? And you're now going to tell me you can't remember, and I'm going to be really annoyed. I'm pretty sure it does, kind of. I, I honestly don't know. Um, I feel like I would have mentioned it in the video. Uh, the first time I actually really felt that sensation was actually in the loading screen. When I found out that you could actually do your your blasters in the loading screen, um, it then occurred to me that I was feeling the blaster and the ripple on the floor in the right side or the left side. 
Um, I I suppose I would either have to go back and watch the video again because at this point in time that's two weeks ago, um, or I would have to just chuck the vest on and power up the PlayStation, which to be fair I'm not against doing. Um, I mean, if you guys want to vamp for a bit, I'll just hop on the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're already we're already down one, so you're not going. Um, yeah, so I absolutely loved it, and like I say, it got me to the point where I was just like, Christ, I want to buy a, a, a PlayStation 4 Pro. The just cheapest I found them on eBay is like 210 to 250 yeah. quid, uh, mm-hmm. if you get lucky, so I'm just like, uh, that's a lot of money. Um, so then the wife you caught played? me. Oh. <laughs> Not a loud one. Which is, it's understandable. To be honest, I have and a if PlayStation. You've got one you can borrow now and then, then that's not too bad. Maybe I just never Maybe. see my brother. That, that's I just need to like completely avoid my brother for the next five months. Yeah, do it. That's easy. Lockdown. You you don't you have a brother? I didn't realize. Tell him he's got <laughs> COVID and you can't see him. Excellent. Done. Tell that's him he's two weeks. All over his PlayStation. <laughs> Tell him we got super. No, COVID. no, it's it's two weeks if you have symptoms, not if you have it. That's a good point. That's a good point. Usually, if you have yeah, it, it's only it's... one. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> have you played Iron Man, Paul, or not? I don't know. No. no? I'm not a Mr. Marvel. Mr. I got started in PSVR. I'm not a Marvel person. Did you play, um, what was it, Defector on the Oculus? Yeah. Yes. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, the first two missions and got boring. Yep. Yeah, you'll love I, Iron I would Man. agree with that statement. I I really enjoyed it. I mean, I'm a massive comic book nut anyway, as we all know. And there's lots of little Easter eggs for Marvel people that you can see, which is quite nice. Um, it's an original story, the actual game. Um, so it's not taken from a comic book story. It's an original story they've written. The thing I like about it most is the flying mechanics, because they are so intuitive. I Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that, actually. Mm-hmm. Because I was stood there playing it. All right, I want to turn around. I, I, uh, uh, I need to press this button. Like I couldn't that, do the whole they forward backward. Oh, yeah, I couldn't do it. And also, when I turned three sixty, my hand mm-hmm. just went. See ya. Because <laughs> it couldn't see it. <laughs> like it, it. Yeah, it was a forward facing experience, and I had to manually turn with buttons. Did you have smooth turning turned on, or did you have? Yeah, probably. Okay. I I try and get smooth turning thing. everywhere I yeah. go. So. It, it is it is available, and you can also have the turning on both um, sticks. So uh, it only uses sticks. Yep. Uh, sorry, on both <laughs> controllers. I apologise. I suppose yeah, so. I mean, toys. I might have to download the demo. I suppose it's free. Yeah, do Please. yeah exactly. Download the demo. You'll enjoy that, and then just fucking never look no, at it I'm again. No, definitely. I, anyone should try the demo. And the demo is actually longer than the one they showed at EGX. Um, the one they showed at EGX was just the first section where you fly around and shoot things. Oh, that's fun. the mansion. That right. Was it okay. At EGX. I mean, and if then, they wanted to really sell that game, the plane is where you do it. Yeah. And that's like definitely. the first mission of the game as well. Yeah. Um, and it. The, the I do have one issue with the game, which is loading times. Um, there is a lot of waiting for stuff to load, and generally it waits to load in a black screen. 
So you're literally standing there in darkness in your headset. This is something that a lot of VR developers need to understand is loading screens in VR, one, take you right out of the immersion, right out of the game. If you're going to have one, at least put something in front of us. Because See, a lot the of the time it's just black. Doesn't you do have, have certain sections. No, I noticed that the demo doesn't have it. You do have certain sections where you'll see a, a percentage bar um, circle going around. Mm -hmm. But then once you get that, it then goes black, and then it starts. And then you'll have like another section in that level where it will go black for like a minute sometimes, which is a long time. It seems like forever. In your headset. Yeah. yeah. And it's it just one... completely breaks that immersion. It's a real shame because other than that, essentially, it's a wave shooter. PlayStation 5. Yes. Hopefully, Judge Merrick said that will sort that out. Um, it, it is essentially a wave shooter, but it's a fun wave shooter. It's a lot of fun. You genuinely feel like this is how the suit should behave when you're flying it. And the other thing, you don't have this in the demo. You can configure the suit in the game. So you can, so you say, can change right, like weapons? You can change weapons, you can change abilities. So you can say, okay, on both arms, I want a different type of repulsor. So there's a charged repulsor, which is uh, you charge it up and then blast. Or there's the rapid repulsor, which is the one you had in the demo. There mm -hmm. is also the rockets. So you've got so basically there's two ways of firing it's palms up button is the repulsor hands d palms down aiming is your secondary weapon okay okay so and they're generally lock on weapons so you like yeah. lock, with smart rockets you'll hit three things and then hit a button and three rockets will go out and get them um but there's there's about six different auxiliary weapons you can put on so you've got charge shot, you've got an auto cannon, you've got the missiles, there's a bunch of other stuff. There's one that's like a shotgun in space, in, in air. You've mm. also got, um, you can change the suit. So you can say, okay, boost lasts longer, or boost takes less to charge, or you've got more, or you've got a repair kit that will basically repair your suit if you get damaged. You've got other things that's like, you can, and these are all interchangeable, and you've actually got two different loadouts. So you can change the loadout of two different suits. You can also change the skin of your suits, and those are actually unlockable throughout the game. So it says, what's the point? if you do this, <laughs> what? I mean, what's the, the point in changing the skin? You, the only place what? you see it is on your arm. That's it. But <laughs> it's, 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 it's what keeps people going back to do stuff. Yeah, some I people suppose. do worry about that stuff. Personally, I don't. I mm. unlocked a couple without even realising because it was like, oh, you have to take out two enemies with one with a punch combo. Because I noticed you didn't realise that there's a punch combo. So oh. if so, to punch, you hold down the button and then throw the punch. punch. Yeah. If you can then let go of that button, throw with the other hand, and then the other hand, and it does a one-two-three punch combo. Oh. Yeah. Didn't know that. Didn't. But it doesn't I... tell you that in the demo. I was going to say, they either didn't tell me that, or I did my usual thing of, um, no, yeah, it just doesn't tell you that in the demo. The demo. The, the, because the, the demo tutorial. does have, the demo has that those two levels. There's the first level where you learn to fly. There's mm -hmm. the second level, well, where you learn to fly and shoot. There's the second level from the plane. The demo also has two 
other things, which is one is a flight one, flight challenge, and the other one is a combat challenge. And in the combat challenge, you actually get to use the smart rockets that you don't have in the gameplay of the demo. Oh, okay. But it doesn't explain how to do it. The other thing that you have, so you can adapt your suit as well, so you can say, I want better thrusters, or I want, you know, charge this faster or that faster, all these different things. So you can put all different things on the suit to make it look, to suit your playstyle, basically. Um, the other thing, which I've literally just gone out of my head, and I can't remember what it is. <laughs> it just completely lost my train of thought. Um, no, but there... on the whole... Oh, the Unibeam is also a weapon. So if you know anything about Iron Man... Out of your chestuses? The chest he has. So the more enemies you kill, the more the Unibeam gets charged up. And then when it charges, you literally hold both outside buttons on these move controllers and then just look where you want it to go. And it just obliterates stuff as it goes through. It's really good fun. That's the main thing about Iron Man for me, is it feels like you're flying the suit. The flight mechanics work really well. It's like if you're you're aiming with one hand and then using the other hand to boost and dodge out the way of shots coming in and stuff like that. I love it. I really do like yeah. it. And also, I don't get motion sick with that one at all. I found it incredibly comfortable. And I think you noticed this as well. Generally, the start of every level, you're suiting up, but all you see is the blackness inside, and then the HUD comes in. Yeah. The Iron Man suit. And that is a wonderful feeling the first time you see that. And it's kind of like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, it's kind of like, yes. And for me, being a massive comic book nerd ever since I was a kid, like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sitting there, I'm now looking at it going, right. What else do we need? What other heroes do we need? If someone did like a Spider-Man game like this, brilliant. Like, you know, you, it, there are certain comic characters that need that sort of thing. So if you think about it, the other superhero games we've had in VR, you've had Arkham, which is basically an experience. It's not really mm-hmm. a game, I would say. It's more like you're part of a story, I would yeah. say. Yeah. You've had Marvel Powers whatever United. on Oculus. Which, which is a wave-based shooter. I've never played it. I've been told it's absolute garbage. Yeah, I've never played it either. I, I've, I've, I really I've wanted to. That one. And you did play it. Yeah. And it was alright for the first few rounds, and I was like, just bother doing the same thing now. Like even changing superheroes, it was like, enjoy being the no Hulk, point. smashing the floor and throwing people. And I picked to be killer. I picked to be <laughs> the raccoon or firm thingy. Rocket. Yeah, and then just you were dead small, and I was like just dying loads. I was like, this just doesn't really. Because I'm like thinking it's like a Doctor Strange game. Because Doctor Strange can you know use levitation powers and the cape and I... all that sort of thing, and it's kind of like this could work if you do this right. You could have the... a really good VR Doctor Strange game. The thing is, there is essentially like five VR games. All with slightly different spins. So you are either attacking people with a sword, attacking people with a bow, attacking people with a gun. You are using some sort of magic or, a, I don't know, like other mildly creative uses of like headbutting things and stuff. Magic. Like that's <laughs> basically what you're doing. So, I mean, your sword, you could take care of that with a million different characters. Blade VR, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, magic, like you say, you've got Doctor Strange. Shooting, yep. take your pick. 
um, Iron Man. You, know, you can fundamentally should do like a, a Deadpool VR game because then you've got your swords and guns. Yeah, you could definitely. Um, and then the thing is, you could hear the different voices of Wade in different ears. Mm-hmm. That would mm-hmm. be pretty freaking cool. So yeah, yeah, you could certainly do that. Um, and then of course you've got Hawkeye for the bow and arrows. So the comic books lend themselves very, very well to the green you know s- standard. I was going Marvel. Um, I know. Sorry. Uh, but I, yeah, I like did not discriminate between the <laughs> Marvel universes. They lend themselves very well to virtual reality. So, mm. but I mean, it's kind of it's kind of going to be like uh, movies based on games. Like it's going to be a while mm. before we see a good one, I think. Well, it's like didn't they do? There was a Justice League um, VR. Oh god. Yeah, exactly. And it was like this is dreadful. They did um, uh, a Suicide Squad one on the go. <laughs> which was really? just so bad. Yeah, it, I, in fact, you have a go. Freaking download it. It's terrible. Um, I, I do have a go. It's not here. A friend no, no, you um, you lent it somebody to play racing to games. Racing. Didn't you? Yes, you did. Yeah. yeah. I'll buy another one. They're only about thirty quid. I, no, I've already got one. I don't need to buy <laughs> another one. I'll just go and get it when I see him, so it's fine. Um, um, but no, yeah. it's, I think the the superhero genre is one that is not tapped out when it comes to VR yet. Um, no, definitely not. And there is a lot to pull from. And there is a lot of stuff to pull from that most people don't know comic book-wise. But that's also a problem, because unless it's like a recognisable character, most people are going to go, what the hell is this? What the hell is that? No, yeah. yeah. Whereas, you know, I can sit here and talk about the question or the shadow or, you know, other things that most people don't know um, when it comes to comic books, it's like Doom Patrol is one. Doom Patrol has actually had a resurgence recently, where it had a, a television series as well, and they just cancelled it. To much to my <laughs> dismay, I'm really, I'm really annoyed because they had two seasons. It was the most unique and fun thing that had been on television in the last probably five years. I've loved every second of it, and it stopped. And it's like bugger. Because it was so much fun. If you guys have not seen Doom Patrol, I seriously recommend you do it. I believe it's on Amazon. Um, Did they actually give it an ending? I don't know because the second season hasn't finished yet. Oh. See, that's the thing that gets me. When they get halfway through a show, cancel it, and then you're just like, well, they left me with questions. Because I get why they do it. Every series, they sort yeah. of tie things up, but then leave new questions yeah. to be answered to try and get a second things. or third or a new yeah. season. Um, and then when they don't get one, you're just like, I, I kind of wish I didn't So I, I believe they knew they were cancelled before they finished filming. So hopefully they'll be able to wrap stuff up. Which and, uh, can be a blessing. Again. But then yeah. at the same time, it could be like, well, we had all this stuff that we've been laying the groundwork for that we now have to cut off. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exactly what happened with Swamp Thing. So Swamp Thing, the TV series, that's now on Amazon as well. Loved it. Absolutely amazing season. Really, really enjoyed it. It's dark and it's nasty and it's horror-ish, which is what Swamp Thing should be. Sorry, I'm going in <laughs> comic book nerd mode out. Sorry. Um, and I was like, this is really good. Really good. And then it got cancelled after one season. And generally, this happens with most of the TV shows that I really like. So every TV show that you mention I should watch, I should never, ever watch. <laughs> okay, got it. 
No, no, you should watch. With the knowing that, it is going to <laughs> go with that. But no, seriously, it's one thing, Doom Patrol, there was one years ago called G versus E, which wasn't a comic book one, but the idea was is you, basically someone died and then was brought back to uh, to work for The Core that is run by the man upstairs. And The Core is run by the deacon, who is your stereotypical black police chief who shouts at everyone. But the idea is, is you've, and they fight demons and save souls. So they they stop people, um, they try and stop people creating Faustian deals with demons to do stuff. But no one from your life recognizes you when you've come back. No one knows, they don't see you as you, they see you as something else. But the guy who dies now, who comes back, was partnered with like a 70s black guy from, you know, who's like into that sort of era and still wears those clothes and goes out. It was brilliant. It was so good, but no one else has ever seen it. It's really annoying. I can't talk about it with anyone. So I'm <laughs> a going little... to bother all of you who are listening now. So <laughs> A little bit R.I.P.D.-ish? It, it was R.I.P.D. before R.I.P.D. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, way before. But it was good, mm. as opposed to the movie of R.I.P.D., which is basically Men in Black with Ghosts. From I watched that one time. I don't remember hating it. It was fine. I don't remember any of it, to be fair. That's the most you can say about it. Yeah. It, you know, it was fine. Um, so, yes, Paul, uh, you have homework. What? <laughs> you, need to, you need to play Iron Man and then report back mm. in two weeks' time. And I'm tell Bob int- all about it. Mm. <laughs> How much do you want to bet he's watching this with his family now? And hang, this is what I usually do. I <laughs> hope not. <laughs> Especially when his family just heard you do that. <laughs> Maybe like a, it's like a Sweden tradition. They all take flat pack round and then build it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'll take the piss out of his voice. I'm not going anything else like that. Sorry, like no, 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 no. But it's, oh dear. But no, Iron Man VR. I personally think it's a great experience, but it does come with those little caveats of the loading times um, mm. that it is tough. But it feels incredible. But well, the demo's really, free. Get your ass on there, Paul. Exactly. There's no excuse to do that. If you have a PlayStation VR, I would definitely download the demo to try it. I'll have if, to if there's no controllers. not to. Yeah. If there's a way oh, of shoehorning... for mine. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you did. You I that, found the dock bargain. for £6, an official <laughs> PlayStation move, and I was like, having that. <laughs> so it's like, one less cable I have to have somewhere. So much better. Yeah, I got a knockoff one from Amazon for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I want one. I can't be bothered to buy one. I'll just pop that on a wish list, and then if somebody buys it, yay! And they did. So mm-hmm. I have that. Yay! Is that your but, yeah. Doc? Is that everything you've been playing? Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, um, short yeah. of the a little get together, which ultimately all three of us are actually a part of on Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. Sunday. Okay. <laughs> Time has lost all meaning. Really? I woke up last week. We're going to go Tuesday after the title of that event. And it's actually <laughs> Tuesday, and it's Tuesday today. <laughs> it was, Tuesday yeah, like I say, yeah. time has lost all meaning because I was working that day. Oh, wait, was I working oh, yes, that day? Were. I don't yes, think I was were. working that day. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I worked Saturday and then I'm off Sunday and Monday and then back to work today. So, like I say, time has lost all meaning. Welcome to the Dr. Oculus me. calendar show. Yeah. Um, Vivian, <laughs> Vivian put a tweet out on like Saturday morning, I think, mm-hmm. 
um, saying this is how I'm spending my Saturday night. And I was like, wait, what fucking day is it? Like, I don't even understand what date or time it is right now. I'm pretty sure it's Saturday morning. Why? Why is I'm? Why am I seeing this tweet? Obviously, she just lives in a completely different time zone, but it really messed me up. So yeah, date, dates and times have lost all meaning at this point. Huh. Fair enough. So oh, Sunday. What have you been playing? Oh, we're going with that one, are we? I'm just gonna leave that till last. Yeah, let's do that. Do <laughs> yeah. No, Paul's. What have Paul's you been playing, Paul? Glazed what have you been over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Paul's there. Yeah, I don't mind being. I don't mind being here. You can keep my content going on my channel while I do notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's free content. Well, you and I will talk about this later. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> the stream key. We'll be I can fine. Have a, anyway, I can, I can have a little sleep. What have you been up to, Paul? Um, I played Crisis Brigade 2. Ah! Is it what? as fucking hard as the first one? Yeah. Like, I found, like, every time I was going into a level, I was buying five extra lives from the beginning. And then also using both continues you can buy to get through the one level. <laughs> okay, so that's... Uh, yeah. On the first one or the new one? On the new one. On the new, oh, so it is Still rock hard, yeah. just like the first one. I also found out, like, how... When I used to play the first one, I was really bad at it because I was, like, in my head, I was like, it's too much work to crouch down, like, behind cover. I'll just have to, like, try and dodge bullets as they come at me. So on this yeah. one, I was like, I'm going into it, and I'm crouching down. And then the next day when I woke up, my top and my legs were absolutely done in. <laughs> it sounds like my first day with pistol whip. <laughs> I, was like, I'm I, like... I hadn't learned these steps to the side trick yet, and basically I was crouching all the time, and I couldn't move my thighs. I was like, I only paid an yeah. hour and a half of it, and honestly... The next day, I was just like, God, my... L <laughs> I think when I played the first one, I ended up just dropping to my knees and staying there. Because mm -hmm. I was just like, I, I just can't be bothered. I'm just going to kneel down. The position, dog. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> screw it. And then if anybody captures me, I'm the right height to try and get out of it. But yeah, um, it was hard. It was fun, though. That's one thing I liked about the first one, is the difficulty curve wants you to go back. It gives you that one more one more try attitude, doesn't it? Like I will mm. do this. Where if you were just flying through them, you'd probably go through the three levels and be like, oh no, I won't go back. Yeah, I didn't. The first one I found it does have that I can do this. Yeah. Um, that the feeling that you have, and it's like I can do. It. Sometimes you're like, okay, need to stop, back off for a bit, and then go back to it later. Um, but it does draw you back in the first one. But they've also, am I right? The, the whole graphics have completely changed yeah they've gone really, like quite realistic looking they've got rid of the hmm. sort of because the original one was kind of like vexy voxel weird thing wasn't it and or then... roblox or whatever it's called I don't yeah know. and now yeah they've gone for like more realistic and it looks really nice as well i yeah. thought it looked pretty spectacular when i saw the yeah. release demo um i did the, i i yeah. saw the trailer and was kind of like oh this is that because yeah. the, uh, the whole thing just looks completely different. I wouldn't have mm. even guessed it was by the same people. No. Um, when I was speaking to the, the dev about it, when they sent me the key over, they were saying, like, you need to take into account this is, like, the five-person team that's making this game. Um, so we've not got any, like, storyline, any arcing backstory for your characters, or any, like, action-packed cutscenes. They're just... It's a five-person development team. We, we and you played this on question... Index. Sorry, go on. Yeah... Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we we have a Are question sure? in chat about this actually. So the drunk gamer has asked, "Is there free movement in CV2 when using the aim?" No, I now, haven't. I haven't played I, the PSVR version, but I watched get to the chopper played. It just looks the same. You just got to shoot. Thing oh, is, you're no. not seeing how he's controlling that on his PlayStation. He no, holds but... his camera on his uh, Quest videos, doesn't he? Yeah, but you just stood in the um, basically you just stood in the same spot as you were, and when you've cleared yeah, that area, okay. it gives you like so it's science, it's science pop up, yeah, science pop up gives you which way you want to go, basically time crisis. Yeah, yeah. I think I explained it in my hands-on on, on uh, com. It's time crisis without the pedal because you are doing the ducking yourself. Yeah, <laughs> there's no like time crisis with knees. Yeah, <laughs> and also I played it with the B haptics vest because in version 1.9 they put native support in for B haptics. Ooh, and it worked and? well. Um, the way they implemented it, because you find you'll not probably know from the first one. Um, the when the enemies hit you, it's normally a headshot because they're crazy accurate. <laughs> yeah. You never really get hit in the chest or anything. That was the thing I noticed when I played the first one. It's like, they don't miss. No. No. It's like, if they've got a shot and you're exposed, for yeah. want of a better word, you're going to get hit. So the way they've they implemented it with the vest is, when you shoot your gun, you get the punch like in your chest like from the vest. Mm -hmm. And obviously, okay. if they're hitting the cover, you're, you're behind. It's constantly just going because it's like meant to be the action of it in the... Which I found with two ways. It increased the immersion, obviously, because you're feeling the bullets. Yeah. And they also give you hints of when it was safe to pop up, because the vibrations would stop, oh. and you're like, I can actually pop up and shoot now. <laughs> They're not shooting at me that's, anymore. That's, that's quite good, actually. Mm. Because Ten Time Crisis used to do that as well, didn't it? It would give you, on the arcade machine, and even when I had it on the PlayStation, PlayStation 1 or PlayStation 2? PlayStation 2. two. Hmm. Two? Yeah, I think so. One? No, four was on one. two, wasn't it? Oh, it was testing, four. testing. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, one, two. Yeah, no, the PlayStation 1, because yeah. I was, I got Time Crisis and Resident Evil for Christmas. Mm. Okay. Do you know what I did used to, hello, the cat's come to say hello. Um, on the PlayStation 1, I used to really like Point Blank. Point Blank was unbelievable. Oh, mm -hmm. look, Point, Blank. Point Blank is like my favourite ever all like, the mini game. shooting games. And I'm like, why is this not in VR? Yeah. This, because the nice thing about Point Blank is the arcade game was it was two player and I actually had two were they G cons? G Gun Cons Yeah, I had two of those. So me and my ex wife used to play this together. Um on our tiny little TV because that's the only size you could get at that time sort <laughs> of thing. Um and the nice thing about Point Blank was it no two levels were the same when you played it. Yeah. And it was kind of like You've got unlimited ammo, shoot as many of these things as you can in the time limit, go. Or you'd have, you've got one bullet, you've got three seconds, shoot the leaf as it falls, go. Like that. And it was it was that different tool. And the other nice thing about Point Blank is you did not kill things. You shot targets. Targets, yeah. It was mm -hmm. never, even, even if it was a person, it wasn't a person, it was a cardboard cutout of a person. So it was yeah. very... Family friendly, so to speak, and very child. Yeah, you found like cardboard cutouts went across, like holding the target, just yes. to shoot stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I, Point Blank One and Two are probably my favourite shooters, yeah. light gun games ever. Yeah. Absolutely adore them. Cannot get enough. 
really want something to come in VR like that, but yeah. I don't think we're going to get something. But it was Namco, wasn't it? Which is Namco. the old days. Yeah. yeah. And they, because they, they did, they did several Guncom adapted um, controllers, didn't they? I think they you was... found Namco did a lot of the this general yeah. accessory games, like they did. Didn't they do um, Samba the Amigo for Sega and things like that? I think. Yes. Yes, yeah, so you got the maracas yeah. for the Dreamcast. Mm. Were I they think... part of Donkey Kong as well? Or no, Donkey Konga. Which is where you had the bongos. The bongos. To play Donkey Kong. <laughs> I mean they're obviously a big um arcade company. Yeah. And yes. so they're taking they are that experience. Yeah. Basically bringing that into the home, which yeah. kind of mm. makes sense, I suppose. Yeah. Um so the Guncom was really good peripheral as well. Was it? Very did, did the one made. on the PlayStation One, or did it just come in later on? Which I'd like the pushback as well, like the recoil thing on the top. That was the Gun That was the Guncom Two. Was that the Guncom Two? Yeah. Yeah. I I've never had a gun that's actually had recoil like that outside of an arcade. Yep. No, there was the Guncom Two that did that, I believe. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty confident that it pretty didn't. Sure. I'm sure I had it in the house because I didn't play Time Crisis in the arcade. I I had a grey one and a blue one. Okay. Um, And neither of them had recoil. But I know I had one with recoil. I also had the Super Scope for the Super Nintendo. Do you remember that bad boy? Oh, definitely. It had like six games. Yeah, Blasters (laughs) and something else. I can't remember any other games you had. (laughs) Probably Operation Wolf, because that seems that time period. There was one that you were shooting UFOs. Yes. I, yeah, I have a vague memory of that now. But yeah. the usual thing is, when I got that for Christmas, I got a Super Nintendo and the Super Scope for Christmas, I remember. And um, I saw one about a year ago, thinking, oh, yeah, these things were massive. Forgetting that I'm no longer that small. <laughs> on this, this thing is tiny. That is. But yeah, oh god, those are memories. That is, I actually yeah, like arc them Crisis Brigade to as this arcade thing. Um, I was obviously said in there mm. like the difficulty of it is like it was in the arcade where you're going to spend ten pound to get through a mission or something. <laughs> yeah. In the game, I was like, put another well, pound in, continue, put another pound in. That there, yeah, that is the thing. But arcade games were designed to do that. They were designed for you to like keep. Spending money. It's like R Type. Mm. R Type is like one of the original, you know, side scrolling shooters in the arcades. And it is rock hard. In the little. Um, because you have to keep putting money into play. In the little arcade near where? Near Middlesbrough, a seaside town red car. They had like a little mm. arcade there and they had like a cheap like gun machine in there. Like, and all you used to do is rub your feet on the carpet, get static, touch the coin button, and it registered you put a coin in. <laughs> <laughs> And then they actually I mean, started. They actually, on every vending machine I can find. They actually started going around and like damping the carpets a little bit to stop people getting static when rubbing the feet. Really? Because mm, everyone used to just stand there. Have a go, this one. <laughs> Everyone's gonna turn up with like Tesla coils in their pockets <laughs> so they can just get free games. And stuff. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try this on every single vending machine I can. So if you ever see me out and about and I've got standing at a vending machine with my shoes off. You know why? Because <laughs> I'm just rubbing myself. <laughs> well, them them clicky lighters. Just take the clicker out, 
Yeah, because they put the zap it, and crack on. Sparklands in here. That would work. That would work. Mm. Cool. So, there would you, go. you recommend My packs. Roaches Brigade too? Definitely. If you want some difficult, annoying moments, but like I said, like if you hate, you hate your thighs and you're good at shooting. Starts to get like. Uh, that's what makes it so addictive is that difficulty curve. At first, I know when I first sat the first on the first one, I was like, "This is so annoying! Like I'm not getting anywhere." But then, like they said, you get that one more time at you, and soon the difficulty becomes the best thing about the game. <laughs> you I think I would be more inclined once they introduce if they introduce the multiplayer again. They are introducing Cause... the multiplayer again in the on the menu as you go in. It says multiplayer coming soon. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's that was one of the things that made me want to get the original. Cause the piece... Then I played it on the quest and yeah. thought, yeah, fair enough. I've experienced enough of that. Because the PC one's currently listed as early access on Steam, so they're still mm. working. So I've on currently it. got that on Viveport, so I will be playing that soon. Which means you won't be able to play it with anyone else. <laughs> well, it's like, single player anyway. Just happened last time. <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> it was fine. We got there in the end. Thanks. We, to... One of our viewers was saying it was like the most entertaining thing we'd done was watching us <laughs> travel for an hour before you watching came us... in to play Battle Wake. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's what it we do. Fine. What we do. Okay. Then, there was well, one more cool. thing. I only listed one thing in the Trello because that's all I played. But Ooh. today, speaking about difficult games, I was playing the preview build of In Death for the Quest. Oh, that is because I I fell in love with that game on the PlayStation VR. Yeah, um, I can't remember how I came across it. I must have got a key from somewhere, some mm -hmm. reason, because I never would have purchased it because it just looked kind of boring. But mm -hmm. I fell in love with that. Um, then I acquired a key for the PC version yeah. from PD, and was like, "Oh, this is so much better. I like this even more now." So I I would probably drop money on it for the quest. Yeah, it, it's uh, what I've played like from the, I played about an hour and a half after I finished work today. I even I, I even put Death Stranding on hold so I could play this. Wow. Non VR. So... But I've been waiting for that game for so long on PC. <laughs> <laughs> really? I, I I look at it and it I'm, just kind of understand the hype on Death Stranding. It looks like FedEx Simulator. Well, yeah. That was kind of my thing. Um, I've been told by people that, oh, after you know four hours, it gets good. And I'm like, I don't have four hours to waste for something <laughs> to get good. That's a Kojima game. Plus, you have watched TV shows that's like an hour a pop and given them four episodes. This is also true. And everyone's saying this. So... Well, i got to think of me. I put 12 hours into Disaster Report 4 in order to get the VR missions, so... Uh, yes, yeah, I think we're a winner. <laughs> yeah, that. you're you're probably gonna be fine. <laughs> that was actually that was quite fun because um, I think it was Zim the other night was doing some stuff and he was gonna ah, Rise of the Tomb Raider was free on PlayStation Plus. Let's try the VR thing, not realizing that you have to play about an hour of the game to unlock it. <laughs> and then when he did, so he did that. And then he played it and he's like, this is garbage. <laughs> so he wasted an hour of his life getting to a bit and with what he unlocked, he absolutely hated. So yeah, I saw that and I was like, I'm not buying this game again to play what essentially looks like a wander around a mansion, isn't it? Yeah. That's about it. Go around Croft Manor, yeah. Can you trap the butler in the freezer? 
don't know. It's pointless. I, I, I basically tried it on the PlayStation before and went, nah, it's fine. But it, <laughs> yeah, you know, it it wasn't. It was again. It's more of an experience than a game, and it's not a great experience in my mind. But you know, but yeah, the, it came to be on PlayStation Plus. So the build fan death is good. From what I've played, they basically they've added like another thing like the perjury part on where you go into the abyss which is like a 50% bigger scale perjury which sounds okay. um, and that's what they give in the preview build that's what they give you access to the this new abyss mode um, they also give you in the preview build give you access to the weapon straight away obviously you've got the crossbow which is a lot quicker and easier I yeah I, I the first thing I'd, as soon as I unlocked the crossbow that game came infinitely better for me yeah so they've so. gone with the same thing. You need to get the set achievement in order to unlock the crossbow. Um, mm-hmm. But in the preview builders, give you access straight to that. And I played the first round of it, and I thought I haven't really lost much. I didn't. I, I played it when it was in early access on PC, and that's the last time I touched it. I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing all right. And then obviously, on you just start unlocking more achievements, the difficulty and the amount of enemies are ramping up on on the quest version. I don't know if that's on mm-hmm. every version. Um, so is. yeah, I unlocked like seven percent of the achievements on my first run round, and when I went in it the next time, I went in the first room and I was like surrounded. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> 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 there's not just two enemies near anymore. There's about eight. What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, I need to play this. I've never played in death. Oh, you absolutely have to play it. It's yeah. so. It's one of those games that like the 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 Crisis Brigade, where you just kind of. You play a game and you think, ah, oh, that didn't go too well. I'll play another one. And then you'll all of a sudden get, like, you'll you'll change planets and sort of thing. Like, you go to completely different areas and you're just like, I did way better that time. Mm-hmm. And then you'll die and then you'll have to start again. And then you'll be like, right, now I've got a better idea of what I'm doing. And it just makes you want to play more yeah. and more. And every time you die, um, the level's pre- procedurally generated, so you're not going to be following the same. Just about to ask, it's procedurally generated, yeah. isn't it? I mm. wasn't sure. Interesting. I will definitely have to give it. A it's definitely worth time. looking at. Do it tomorrow if you can. Oh, I'm no, looking forward to the. Now, definitely looking forward to the quest. The quest pill comes out. Gets released on the 23rd of July. Okay. So I'm looking forward so, to checking out this final build. <laughs> like nine days away. Yeah. Yeah, but week on Thursday. Things yeah. come out on yeah. Thursday on quest, don't they? Yeah. It's week. Well, that's good to know. So I'm looking forward to so, having a go of the full build and starting with the bow and arrow and getting more stressed than when I was playing with the crossbow. <laughs> it's yeah, it does because I mean it. It's part of the the movement mechanic as well, isn't it? Yeah. You shoot the arrow to move. You can walk as well and things like that, but you mostly Isn't shoot like an arrow to thing move. You can throw as yeah, well. you've got you like a shard like to dodge. Yeah. yeah. Um, the shard doesn't go as far, on, I found, on the Quest one. I know when I played in Early Access, you could throw the shard. I See, when I played it, throwing the shard wasn't... like It, it didn't let you go that far. I might be. You could move very, very slowly using the sticks. Um, yeah. You could throw the shard to do a little bit, or you use the arrow to cover ground. Yeah, you can't move with the sticks at all now. You've basically got the arrow. Uh, it might be an option, because it's something that they added for the PC build. Yeah, it's made by complete. They've made, like they've given it to another team to make the quest version. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, probably isn't that. That's quite common though. Yeah, that happens a lot in games. Mm. If it's like a yeah, it's like drift. It's like drift made 
Robo Recoil for the quest in there, where it was epic yeah. on the Rift. That, that, yeah, for a port, that happens quite a lot, yeah. actually. Yeah. Development. I think Nintendo. Sun, uh, Sunbright have made the quest version of it. Hmm. I'll definitely check out on full release anyway. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I'll probably be dropping cash on that one, I think. So. Nice. Yeah, can't wait for that. Definitely. And that's basically now, we're a bit of a... Say what I've been doing. I was <laughs> saying, we're, we're on a bit so... of a nostalgia trip at the minute, so what have you I know, been doing? It's weird, isn't it? Um... So, I'm still down an index controller. Um, so PCVR has not been at the forefront of my stuff <laughs> with motion controls. So I did go back to the PlayStation <laughs> bit, so we talked about Iron Man, which I've been playing. Um, actually hopped into some more Firewolf again, which I still rate as one of the best VR shooters there is. Um, again, with another caveat, it's the only one like it on the PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is slightly worrying for the new one that the same developers are making for the PC because oh, for Oculus, they've got a lot more competition um, yeah. when it comes over. Well, I can't remember what it's called. Um, begins with S. Google it if you're listening. Solaris. Solaris. Yeah, some... Solaris, that's the one. Thank you, Paul. He's my personal Google. Um, <laughs> so Firewall is, you know, it's a 4v4 multiplayer shooter. Um, it's very much in the same sort of vein as Rainbow Six, I would say. Um, there's a lot of customization options. There's a lot of unlocks, that sort of thing. The matchmaking now works as it never used to. <laughs> actually puts you on people at the same sort of level <laughs> as you. Um, you can actually get into a game, um, which is not what used to happen when the lobbies were all broken. And it spent um, ages just waiting for a game thing. But no, it was fun. It me and Zim hopped in just off stream, just casual. Let's say and have a, enjoy ourselves for a bit. Um, and we went and played that for a while. We rinsed a few people. We lost a few matches. But it was fun. All the time it was fun. And the, the other thing that I really like about Firewall is teamwork wins. You have to work together. And mm. you have to call it out. And, you you know, you are checking corners and you're going, okay, it's clear, go, and that sort of thing. The other thing that Firewall has that's really nice is if you die in the level, you can then use the CCTV in the level to direct people around. Yeah. And there was probably two or three matches that we won because of that mechanic because we could tell people he's here he's coming round da, 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 da. you know hold you know, hold your position and stuff like that and that makes a big difference um but i really like it the other thing i did discover as well you can shoot them out on the cctv cameras if you really? find them in the level you is can that shoot new the camera i don't know mm. um you can shoot the cameras out and people cannot use them, and that's your team and the opposition as well. Huh. Yeah, I, I, and I'm like, that's a really interesting mechanic, but I believe that's something in Rainbow Six as well. So, yeah. But like I say, on the PlayStation, there is nothing else like it, and it gives you a good excuse to use this, your aim controller, if you uh. one. It still plays, apparently it plays perfectly well with a gamepad. A lot of people actually prefer a gamepad. I've not tried it. Um... But this is a peripheral for that particular game. Ideal. Absolutely it, love it. Really to play without it. the aim controller is... Like, I, I, the only reason to play it is because of the aim controller for me. <laughs> it, you take that out and I've got no use for that game yeah. at all. Yeah. To be honest, 
there's not a huge amount of games that use this. The main two no. I can think of are Firewall and Farpoint. I think I bought Farpoint to play with you and then never did. Okay. We yeah, should we play can. that sometime. We should. We can. Whenever you like. I not a problem. need to get a working PlayStation. We should play that sometime. Yes. We will discuss this off podcast and make sure it happens. People um, hold us to yeah. it. Yes, they do. Everyone get on Twitter and shout us wherever you haven't done it. Because now I have a capture card so I can do this properly. Um, rather than streaming directly from the PlayStation. Um, which, to be honest, served me well for the short time that I did it. Um, the other thing that happened this week is I started a brand new monthly event. kind of, in, And it was inspired by Gentalk 5, as per usual. Um, basically, once a month, he ran or still runs i should say a social sunday where we all go racing in his a set of course of servers he's got 54 now i think different a set of course so servers with all different cars and tracks and that and the first sunday of every month we all go and do that and we always have a blast it's all really good fun and it's all a good way of everyone getting together at the end of a week just getting ready for the week the next, you know, the next day we're all going to go back to work and we all hang out and have fun. So we decided that we would have Starbucks Sunday instead for the second Sunday of every month. And in that one, we're going to be playing space combat sims. And the main reason we've gone with those is Squadrons is coming. Star Wars Squadrons. If so, I mean, you've you've set this up, but if that game sucks. Yep. Then you just you like it's like you've done all this for nothing. Well, I mean, you, I appreciate you've got the a couple of good look. fallbacks. It's, it's really good. <laughs> all I'm saying is, Star yeah. Wars games are very hit and miss. This one, they are miss. very hit and miss. I am cautiously optimistic on Squadrons. I have to say, I grew up playing Tie Fighter, X Wing, X Wing Alliance, X Wing versus Tie Fighter, to the point where I may have downloaded them again off of GOG and gone back into them recently. <laughs> and also tried to see, is there a way I can VR this? There isn't. Um, so <laughs> I've really tried. It's like, nope, you can't do that because nothing exists outside of that part because it was built on a 486. Um, so the idea is, is yeah, it's going to be a multiplayer event. Everyone is welcome. Everyone come in. It's 8 o'clock on the second Sunday of every month. This month, so on Sunday, we played... A game that is actually very much dead in the water, which was Eve Valkyrie. Which, you say that, but you said to me, oh yeah, I've created a, a custom server, um, hop in. And then I hopped on, and there were many custom servers to choose from. Yeah, it's, well, that interestingly, so speaking to RM, who joined us to play that, he was, <laughs> he was actually one of the best in the world at um, <laughs> Eve Valkyrie Eve which we discovered because we did we did a pre-flight check on Saturday night just to make sure everything was working um, and let people get time to set up their settings and their recordings and that sort of stuff so that was quite fun that was a good little thing and I think we all were like actually this is really good we're going to get really up Valkyrie was so those servers that you're seeing are not necessarily real because the servers have not been reset and cleared down Oh, yeah. So if I loaded up eValkyrie, your server would still be there? No, because we dropped out of that. But there will be old ones that this, it's bugged, basically, and they just sit there. It's not a bug, so, it's a feature. Um, yeah. So it's basically, a, make those, our servers a those, pretty feature. Yeah. So basically, those servers just sit there. And um. you can go in and join it, 
and nothing will happen. You'll just sit in that area where you can see the other pilots waiting to go. So you've got to oh, be a bit okay. careful with it because basically the game has just been abandoned by CCP, which is a shame. Um, so Valkyrie is actually quite an early one for me in VR. In fact, it was one of the first titles I bought with the PlayStation VR when I first got that. It was a release title. I believe it was a launch title for the PlayStation VR because I got it on day of release. So the two things I got when I bought my PlayStation VR was Arkham Eve Valkyrie. I feel like it started out as a bit of a PlayStation exclusive, didn't it? No, it started on Oculus first, actually. I, I had um, the, a thing that everybody was like, oh, yeah, if you want to play Eve Valkyrie, you need a PSVR. And I was like, well, hmm. screw it then. I don't want to play Eve Valkyrie. I may be mistaken. Salsa said that it was originally Oculus and then went to... This is incredible. Um, in case... So the reason Doc is now giggling is because the wonderful Gamertag VR has just dropped into chat. And for our audio listeners... Bol's not here, so we have a picture of Bol up with a party hat on because it's his birthday. And he's basically gone, happy birthday to Bol, without realising that it's a picture of Bol. <laughs> and, and now he's only just wondered why he hasn't moved for the last five minutes while we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Your powers of, you know, looking around GT. Observation, that's the word I'm looking for. Absolutely stunned me, GT. Congratulations. Um, better get the spec savers, mate. So we, <laughs> um, so Evalky, like I say, was one of the first things that I ever played in VR. Loved it because it was. I remember the first time hitting that launch sequence, and just going, "Oh, this is what I want." And it shifts. And the other nice thing is because it's an old game, it runs really well on new P on PCs now. Mm. It's, it's I, very yeah, clean, I maxed it's very it. Sharp. Super yeah, sample I think and everything, all of and us it had it maxed out, sweat. and it looked really, really good. And I was really, really impressed with it when I first bought it. To the point where, when I got my Vive, I saw it was on PC and went, "Oh, I'm going to buy it on PC." Mm. Um, so, because I, I wanted to see it in that, and now that I'm actually running it with the Index, it's kind of like this looks glorious. And again, it's fun. That's the other thing. It's fun. It's really good. So we run it, you know, you're flying around blasting your mates, you're learning the different ships. Because they made a big change to be Valkyrie through different releases in the early days. Because originally you didn't start with all the ships. It was like there was four and then you had to unlock the rest. Now, all the ships are unlocked. Go for your life. And that's really good. Um, and again, it's another game where you can work together mm, um, definitely. as a team to do stuff. A good yeah. example of that would probably be the extraction mode. Where it's basically well, yeah, all in space, like Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's essentially Rocket League, apart from you're holding the ball um, instead of kicking it around. But it's like you are protecting your wingman who is running with the ball, and it's like go, 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 go. Um, but yeah, and there was lots of chat between everyone as well. The game itself doesn't have an in-chat system, so we were using my Discord, um, but it does have. Um, an emote system so you can hold down on the control pad or whatever buttons you've assigned it to and then pick what you want your character to say to the rest so it could be like head you know going for a going for b support me i need an assist you know attack my target and stuff like that so yeah but i i had a really really fun time playing with everyone i'm really pleased how the event went 
I'm really pleased people came along. I I was genuinely like, no one's going to turn up. It's going to be me. If it's <laughs> about 15 bots. Um, but no, I, I think it's another way that we can all get together with yeah. the community and actually play all these things. And I've tried to pick games that don't exclude people. And the reason I've done that, so E-Valkyrie, for example, is cross-platform and flat screen. So even yeah. though you don't need a VR headset, if you've got a PlayStation, you can play it flat screen as well as PSVR, and you can play against PC players. And it was on sale at the time as well. Yeah, I got it on the sale. So it was like a giant. Yeah. So it was on sale at the time as well. So that was that was a key thing for me in trying to pick up the games of what people could come into. And being an old one, it's probably one that's just sat in people's library and they haven't touched in ages. And let's give it a good excuse to get that back out and go in there. But you guys came along, and mm -hmm. I was really pleased to see you both there. Did you have a good time? Yeah. No, Paul kept killing me. Yeah, kept <laughs> <off>, yeah. <laughs> no, shut it down. <laughs> I think the the funniest part on the extraction mode was when Zim got the ball and he didn't even know. Oh, yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> he died. And he, was like, he, was he died. Like you had the ball, like. You and he well, wasn't he, even he going did. for the objective, he was just like <laughs> flying around randomly. So, the other thing with E-Valkyrie is you can actually use a HOTAS as well or a gamepad. It's actually built gamepad, and you do have a bit more of an advantage playing with a gamepad. Um, Zim was determined to use a HOTAS, couldn't get it working. It's like, I can't turn left, I can't, and sounds the blessing. It's like, oh, I know, we fixed that. He goes, why don't we just drop out here for a minute and I'll talk you through how to do it. And I know. In Zim's head, he was like, there's no way anyone's going to be able to figure it He's not going to be able to help me. I, I know what I'm doing. And, uh, <laughs> ten minutes later, oh, he's back. Everything works because Salsa's told him how to do it. <laughs> so I thought it was really funny. And Salsa's like, yeah, no problem. But again, Salsa's been playing Eve quite a lot for a mm. long while. Um, and he, when he heard that was the one picked for this month, he was really, really happy. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, come on in. And interestingly, the, we had a few randoms come in. That we didn't know yeah. of. A um, couple of them were demons. That Joker was an they were, I It was, Joker, yeah, I think so. Joker actually popped into my Discord afterwards. Completely different name. So I'm like, and he was like, this random name that I didn't recognize. It was like, oh, thanks very much for the, you know, coming in. And it's nice to see some people on the servers again. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> and he went, oh, I'm Joker. And I'm like, oh, I said, you're damn good, man. Because everyone was like, <laughs> No, he, he was really good. And he was on our going. team. <laughs> he was giving our MP yes, a good one for his money, wasn't he? Mm. It, it, yeah, because, I mean, on the Saturday when we played, RM was, like, God. He he was oh, yeah. the one that you had to watch out for in a big, bad way. And then all mm. of a sudden, these people popped in on Sunday, and it was like, even he was kind mm. of being annoyed. Well, the, I mean, like, the he was grief on the Saturday. Yeah, the funniest thing on the Saturday was because Bowl came along on the Saturday, and <laughs> every time he saw RM had him in his sights, he just panicked. <laughs> he was just like, just like anxiety struck, and he was like, "I don't like it." <laughs> and he was getting really, really wound up by it—not wound he, up in a bad way, but he was genuinely like, "What the fuck?" Like, like, sort of, oh, I'm but, doomed! I'm doomed! I can't. But yeah, yeah, he's like, "I can't do PTSD. this." It's, it's, it's not good. Um, but yes, so this is something we're going to try and make a monthly thing. So and the second book has already scheduled the stream for next month already, I believe. I have. 
the ninth of August. I'm all, I've already I, done it. It will be on the ninth. Yeah. Um, this time we're going to be doing Elite Dangerous Arena, uh, which again is flat screen or VR, but only on PC. Um, they're not cross-platform. Um, so we're trying to, you know, pick stuff that is accessible either way. We probably will go back to Valkyrie at some point. We're trying to get say, a list of different stuff. How many um, space sims are there that we can pick? Well, we've been, I've been getting a list of different things that we could try. Um, one of the things we were thinking of was um, Vox Machine. That's um, not a space sim. That's a mech game. It's in space. The mech's mech in space. The planet's, the planet's in space. It's not Earth. I'm stretching. <laughs> I know, but it's a good game. Um, yeah, it does. But basically, we. I think what will end up happening is we'll probably find. Obviously, the whole thing is going to be a bit of an experimentation to begin with. We're going to mm -hmm. find out what works, what doesn't work, what people want to play, and that sort of thing as well. So. I wouldn't be surprised if we go back to be Valkyrie because I, to be mm. honest, I had a great time. I really enjoyed it. And that thing shifts as well. You can really shift around in that. Um, and yeah, so it did. But yeah, we're going to try Elite Dangerous Arena uh, next time. So if anyone wants to come along, come along. Doesn't matter if you're good, bad, indifferent. We're all fucking useless anyway. We just do it because it's fun and it's just to get people together. We all meet up in my Discord. We try and meet up the day before as well in the evening around about 10 o'clock on Saturday just so everyone can test you know, their settings and their streaming stuff or whatever mm. they want to do just to get everyone get a feel of the controls again if you haven't played it in a while. And then Sunday is when we go for the stream. Anyone who comes along, if you want to stream it, go ahead, please do. That's more than encouraged. Um, so people can hop around different streams to be able to see different stuff. I'm trying to find a way of creating a website that will show the different streams so that you could jump between different ones, but you'll see them all at the same time. The only issue I can see with that is noise. So unless you've got one person's noise on, one person's sound on, you're just going to get blasted by everyone mm. echoing everywhere. But I'm trying to find a decent way of trying to sort that out. I'll come up with something, I'm sure might not be straight away but I, it's I, all building up for star wars squadrons like we say which i just i, I it has to be good i'm gonna be very annoyed if it's not so <laughs> <laughs> did you see that I, I think i can't tweet out saying that it's like showing that ea saying squadrons is recommended on playstation vr or oculus rift they're the recommendations i've put on there so not steam like to put this recommended to play it on PlayStation VR or an Oculus Rift. To be honest, I don't trust anything EA says anymore. No. So, okay, is my answer on that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's you know if it's got hope test support, which I'm quite looking forward to. Um, apparently, it's gonna pilot things like a World War Two fighter or bomber, depending on what craft you're going to be flying. So, wait, what? Hopefully, this is Star Wars, in, right? Star Wars Squadrons, yeah. What, so the, the control team on Hope Test is going to be like World War Two planes. Oh, um, I was like, it was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It doesn't yes, no, happen no, 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 at no. World War Two. control scheme of the ships is going to be much like a... So more akin to Elite Dangerous than it is to um, E-Valkyrie. Because E-Valkyrie <laughs> is very... It is arcadey to a point, but it's fun arcadey. I sort of and think the, the only bomb, from playing E Valkyrie, the only bomber I'd ever be is Kamikaze. That's about it. You, <laughs> you crashed into me and killed me a lot. 
That was one of the things I noticed. It was just like, you've got guns, Paul. You, you can use those, you know, it's fine. I was trying to think. I, I got RM. I actually took him out. And I was like, you. This is the one thing I wanted to do all night was just, I just have to take him down at least once. That, I, that's all I, I want to do. I have but a if, if you watch my stream, I take him out. And then because I'm so excited I've done it, I just bounce off the fucking walls everywhere because <laughs> I'm not paying attention because I'm like, just like this sort of thing. But yeah, he's he's damn good pilot though in that. He's really good. I, yeah, I maybe, next month. I on maybe the night, bullied Zim a bit. I think we all do that anyway, don't we? Well, every time I got my ultimate, I just cycled my target until I found Zim and then just blew him up. Every single time we were on different teams, I just blew up Zim with my ultimate. I just humped him down. <laughs> he, he, I'm he's not watching, to him so afterwards, actually. He was, he might be, he might be lurking. He, he could be watching. Um, I did talk to him afterwards about it all, actually, because you know, uh, we do. And um, he was like, I can't believe how much I suck at that. <laughs> I was like, yep. <laughs> this is the true, Hotas probably uh, didn't help. No, it's not. You can use a Hotas. I mean, Salsa was using pedals and a Hotas. And I'm like, yeah, he's just crazy. This? He's very, let's use the word particular. He <laughs> was going for full immersion. And then after a while, I think he was like, do you know he what? I just want to go. To I just want to be able play. to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, "I'm winning the immersion." I think that's what he actually said, wasn't it? Yeah. He was like, I'm, he, the he was like, I'm, I'm, I'm ditching immersion. I think there was a, but I think there was one point he actually started shooting cells, and he was like, "Whoever's shooting me, can you stop? Because I'm like sorting something out." And I just kept shooting him. I was like, "I'm not gonna lose a free kill. I'm rubbish at the game." But <laughs> not being, yeah, it's just like not being funny, mate. It's a multiplayer game. You don't get a chance. Sort your shit out. There is no pause. That's why we were there on Saturday. Look, that's, that's the yes. point of Saturday. And I always um, got very excited. I, I always got no very excuse. excited when I saw Crash because I knew he was on my level. The amount, uh, the amount okay. of times me and him were just like circling each other because he was like, get shot to me, you come this way, and then we were like just turning around and trying again. <laughs> the only thing that was slightly annoying for myself is custom games do not grant XP. So yeah. no one get, but I actually was quite surprised how customizable you could make the custom games in E-Valkyrie. So you can say, I only want this type of gameplay, I only want this ship or these ships. I don't want ultimates. I don't want that. You can really configure it as much as you want, even to the point where you can specify how many bots per team if you want any at all. Mm. And I was I like, think that's pretty cool. With the XP, you can actually modify and improve the ships, which is what I feel yes. some of the big boys had done, which gave them well, a massive advantage. You say that. I had modifiers turned off on the server, so they couldn't use them. No. Oh. So then they were the just that good. Well, that ruined my ego. Thanks. Sorry. You're welcome. But no, I, I saw that as one of the options. Is like, that needs to go off. Yeah. Because there's going to be people who were like level 60 or whatever who are going to be rammed up to the hilt on their ship and just have an unfair advantage. So it's like, no, let's keep everyone on a level playing field. And then it's just skill and knowledge of the game that lets you win. And pretty much everyone else had that. So... <laughs> I couldn't boost yeah, me. Yeah. I thought, wasn't it A button to boost on the pad? It just seemed like I went. Yes. It's like I had a little bit of a break of wind and so I went and then stopped. I was like, what the hell's going on here? Well, the boost only lasts a certain length depending on. It's not a constant boost. You have an energy bar that goes down. Yeah, but mine was like just slowly. a. 
even at the beginning, I pressed here and it just like go and then stop. I was like, what the? Yeah. That's a bit strange. That's why a gamepad works better than a Hotess because your boost and slowdown is digital. It's not analog. See, I didn't even so know there was a slowdown button. Yeah, that's the other one. <laughs> yeah, I changed my controls. So the stick yes. basically pushing forward on the right stick boosted me and pulling back stopped me and then left and right spun me because I hated using the bumpers. How did it feel? With the sticks is it a lot more intuitive or incredibly intuitive yeah okay. way better interesting i'm gonna go in and try that. I might try that yeah i might try that sometime mm. that's the other thing <laughs> you can just reconfigure everything to fit what you want it was um, very like golden eye it's one of those games in golden eye yeah. we used to sit down and then be like right solitaire like you knew your configuration and they do have multiple configurations and the ways in which you would have them. Um, yeah. So I just jumped in and instantly changed that. And I was like, yeah, this one works a lot better for me. Couldn't tell you the name of it, but it was a thing. But yeah, so that's what we're going to try and do every month. And we'll see. I'll be there next Sunday. Next Sunday? Uh, the no, next won't. month on Sunday. <laughs> you might be, but no one else will be there. Maybe we'll do something else, dog. Who knows? Um, <laughs> we'll see. So that's what we've all been playing around with for the last two weeks. Um, News-wise, I suppose we need to look at, there was two things I saw. One, Walking Dead Onslaught, no co-op anymore. Called Close Your Ears. Close Your Ears. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. It's... This, this game has completely dropped off the radar for me now. Yeah. I've already I'm... got a single-player Walking Dead game that's really good called saints and sinners and the mm. main thing that was attracting me to um the, the one thing saints and sinners doesn't have that i'd really like to have is co-op it's i mean servios do co-op like yeah that's what blew my mind when i saw that news like multiplayer you are co-op West company awakening was servios wasn't it uh i believe it was but uh, it's just yeah we don't I've talk about Westworld. It. i've got it i've never played it i didn't yeah. like Westworld. I... it was all right some vibe, but do you see boobies in Schlong? Do I see boobies Not right in now, but <laughs> in Westworld? I, did I look up? I didn't really look. That's a no. I'm pretty sure you show. would know if you saw boobies in Schlong. You'd probably remember that. That would stick, I'm feeling. That's but no, so obviously, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> They are removing, they've removed co-op multiplayer from that, and now they're going to focus more on the story. I'm, I'm yeah. in two minds about it, but I am very much like I'm nowhere near as interested as I was. No, like what's the point in that now? Like you say, I mean, unless it's like a full-on story where you don't have to worry about like the the crafting and you know because the. Um, yeah. The Saints and Sinners, you've got the day, you go to an area, you come back, you yeah. you know, start up for the next day. If this one is more just you are, it's like Resident Evil, but with Michonne mm -hmm. and Daryl and Rick and the fourth person that I can't remember. Um, if it's like that, then it could, like, if they're making Resident Evil, it could be good. But the co-op was, like, the one, one of the main things that set it apart from Saints and Sinners yeah. and... And I think the best I, thing, yeah. I think the best thing Skydance Interactive are going to do now is release download content that makes Saints and Sinners co-op. Oh, if, if they, they did that, that, that's what I mean. That'd be a smart yeah. move by them. 
Mm. I mean, they did release DLC today, didn't they? I was just about to say, that's the other Walking Dead news, is basically they have added an update to Saints and Sinners called the Meat Grinder, which is essentially a horde mode, from what I understand. And, um, like, it's all about so points, I'm intrigued, I'm intrigued how all that works, considering the way weapons degrade mm. and stuff. Is it so paid? I, I, or is it free for everybody? I, I think know. it was free. I believe GT was streaming it earlier today, actually. Um, so if he, he was, that, yeah, I noticed... You have purpose game tag. Was is is that free or not? <laughs> when they announced um, it, like and showed at the VR showcase thing, I was like, I want to see. I want to go in it and see if you can turn off the stupid points. I know it's like based on points for the hordes, but I don't want to like a big fifty popping up on the screen when I'm playing it. Like if you're gonna like just shift that out, even if I can turn it off. I know it's about points, yeah. but turn it off. It, it's turned it more into an arcade game. Yeah. Which is what Serbios make, although now mm. they don't. See, this is the other thing that concerns me is I can't think of a game that Serbios have made, apart from the um, Westworld, where they've written an original story. Okay, so it's an update, not DLC. Oh, okay. So cool. it will be free. Um, but yeah, I, I d- Why? it's not like they can't make co-op games. No. So that's not it. It's what they do. I'm I'm very intrigued. Well, because they run arcades. So I mean, even yeah, made they even made Electronauts co-op. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. On PC, oh, you could have like one two different platforms mixer. side by just, side, yeah, just mixing it together. Yeah. Never played that game. No, me neither. I don't have never played but, it. No, I played it for a long time. Not, not to say that they can't do it and they can't do it right. But it's an unusual step coming from Servios. Hmm. Yeah. It's... It will be. I'm. I'm intrigued to see what they do, because to be honest, they got some big shoes to fill with Saints and Sinners. But had have they also like? Have, wasn't it only last year they started shutting down a lot of the actual lawn arcades? A couple of them. Uh, yeah, it was no, like the ones that were further away from their main yeah. office, the local ones. Mm-hmm. But I suspect the whole COVID thing. Yeah. Maybe a lot more have gone. Yeah. But like, you know, someone's just said in chat, I think Mr. Vengeance has said maybe they're trying to pick up on the Half Life Alex or Saints and Sinners player base. Yeah, because. But it's kind of like. The Saints and Sinners play. That's not why people were interested in this game. People were interested in the co op side of this game, or at least everyone I have spoken yeah. to. Has gone, the co op is the thing that sells this for me. No one really cared about the license was for the. TV show because it is. No one really cared about that side of it. So oh, you can play as Rick. That no one was interested in. They could be this particular character. Everyone else I know who I spoke to about this was. I cannot wait to play that with someone. Uh. And now you can't. So the meat grinder update actually um, isn't good news for them. So. Uh, it says the bells have told blah 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 blah. Uh, face relentless waves of walkers in a trial special mode with all weapons unlockable, stamina and health boosts, where your wits, skills, and whatever you can craft amidst the chaos will be your staunchest allies. So mm-hmm. by the sounds of things, the weapon damage is there, but you can craft like everything um, straight away. So that's that's one thing, and then it also says. Do you want a more casual tour of New Orleans? Try the new story mode difficulty option for the campaign, 
for a new take on your undead adventure. So, I mean, by the sounds of things, they've turned that into a bit more of a story rather than like a a one-day... They've probably reduced... Resource management. ...on the resource management. Yeah. So that it's just more of an experience. If you want to walk around New Orleans, it sounds like they've made it, like like you said, a bit of maybe just a little bit on craft, left on crafting, a bit less on resource management, a bit less watching, making sure you're back for the bell tower going, just like a... <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... That was terrifying the first time I got hoarded, and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a thing, I was waiting for it to finish. I wanted to carry on walking around. I, th- I thought it was a story game, not a resource manager, so I was, you know, just sort of stood on a van, just like, oh, this will stop in a minute. It'll be fine. a story. Well, yeah, honest. but... It's and not like you're not playing Resident it. Evil in the Walking Dead universe. No, no, it's fair enough. But yeah, I, yeah, I'm quite upset and annoyed with Servios about that one. But let's see what happens. It could be a good move. You never know. Maybe they were just like it wasn't working, and this is why. Hopefully, I don't know. But yeah, There's big, big move for them. One other part of the news: Who found this? Me. I, I and why have I not seen this until now? <laughs> so yeah, I actually saw it. it was a tweet, and the thing is, it's um, so synth riders are basically getting ninety, one eighty, and three sixty degree maps, I believe. Uh, let me hop okay. into the tweet because I linked it here. Um, ninety, one eighty, three sixty, and three sixty plus on every single track. Including custom songs. Who was this put out by? Who I'm going in the tweet anyway. It was yeah. Synthroid and oh, Synthroid is on. In two days. Yeah. So I got I mean, an email that's... off. I've been. I got an email off these about this, and they said it, that all the news about it embargoed until, till what till Thursday. <laughs> Just put it out on there, thingy. Just I was going to say. It anyway. Yeah. I'm looking at their tweet. Oh, I'm. I yeah, got it's their this tweet. Information yeah. Their tweet. So, yeah, their tweet that's unfortunately, I mean. you can't talk about this right now, so you have to be quiet. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have <laughs> You shut yeah. me up on your own channel, and we'll crack on. Um, I'm quite excited about this because I really like synth writers. Yeah, I um, I recently, I don't know why, I've neither never paid attention to it, or it's just getting more radio play lately. But there's a song by The Weekend called. Uh, the bright lights or something something like that yes it's a massive tiktok dance sensation thing oh maybe that's why it's on the radio a lot more um but it's very very synthy so i was like this thing needs to be on synth riders now and i looked and it is on there so i played it on the quest it's it's on i mean like it's a deal it's not dlc it's um a custom track but okay fine yeah, it, it's on there. So I was just like, okay, I'm downloading this, and I played it last night, and I was just like, I like this a lot. So the thought that, <laughs> uh, that how they're going to make every single track a 360 track, obviously that's some sort of computer mumbo jumbo oh, they're doing it, not they're not like the mappers. Yeah, I can say they probably just put something in place where it rotates the stairs well. around you. No, it won't. It's the waves will move around. That's what mm. it'll be. So the line, instead of just being in front of you, yeah. will curve. That's what I mean. It'll be a bit... Move the curve. Yeah. It'll be mumbo-jumbo built into the game, on it? New mixed reality stream coming! 
So, yeah, I saw that and thought, I Buck's going to want to know about this. So I figured yeah. I would bring it up. I'm down. Yeah, I was talking to, to Powell from the team uh, when he told me about it, and he was like, but you can't say anything until Thursday. I'm like, okay. <laughs> then, Fair enough. Then they put that out. Keep your ass shut. We discussed the tweet, not... This is true. No, I just meant, have, no, I just meant I couldn't even put news out until Thursday. He said... This even the news that it's a things embargo till Thursday. And I was like, okay. And then they've tweeted out. Maybe it was last Thursday because they did tweet it last Friday. No, because he hasn't even sent me the press release yet. He said he was going to send me the press release on Wednesday so I could have the news article ready for Thursday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you you and your sources have beat them to it. <laughs> cool. That's good. Right, I think we're done. Do we think we're done? Yeah, I I thought I had something for Kickstarter, but I don't seem to be able to find it anymore. So, I don't know, Kickstarter Corner has been kicked to the curb. Um, I feel yeah. like it was a game, but I don't remember what, what it was. So, who cares? For everyone there. Cool. In that case, then, let's all say our farewells to everyone. Duck, where can people find you on the Tinterwebs? Um, very much at YouTube, Dr. Oculus VR. Uh, at Dr. Underscore Oculus on Twitter, and that's about it for now. Okay. Paul, how about yourself? Right here, where you're watching this. And then on Twitter, and then the VRM.com. They're all linked on my banner on YouTube anyway, so if you can't be asked looking for them, just go and click on those icons. <laughs> that's cool. Bowl is obviously available on Twitch at Bowl, I believe. No, it's B O L L double seven oh eight zero seven seven oh eight, which is bold backwards, basically. Yeah, does it? He's always on Twitch. Is where he does all of his live streaming. I suggest you go and check it out. He's just updated his um, overlays. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Bowl's overlay on the side of the window, yeah. what he has, is all of his CPU functions, all of his, you know, everything that's going on. He now has two extra bits that I've seen where it will show you what his Steam, sorry, his index controllers are doing, mm -hmm. and it will also show a 3D space and where his controllers and headset are relative to that space. Yeah, and it's it's, like, it's a, a it's stream by a nerd for nerds. Like if it's, you want to know how many frames per second his GPU is putting out to his headset compared to what you're yes. seeing, that information is there. Like it's. Yeah. What he does with his streams is, it makes me wonder why I even try. I mean, we're like the Three Stooges and him. Because mm. <laughs> they look so good, too. Because we're all a bunch of idiots who just have headsets. And he's like the man who knows how everything works. Yeah. And, and, like, seriously, go to the Steam forums and just see the amount of stuff that's in there. I tried to find something the other day about resizing the Steam VR mirror. And the first thing I found was a Steam forum of Bolo going, why can't we do this? <laughs> I was like, that's my boy. That's when I saw it more than anything else. But last but not least, or maybe is least, who knows these days, there's me, Buck3131. You can find me on YouTube on the same name and also on Twitter. I have just started an Instagram. It's probably just going to be Pictures of the Cat. You should just rename it to, to, to just Buck's Cat. Buck's Cat. I could do. I don't know whether that will be interesting to people or not, but we shall see. Seriously? Oh, and also, my, I do have a Discord as well, um, which I've been working on recently to try and get a bit more involvement and a bit more 
ease of use and fun places for people to be and that's what we use for starbucks sunday so we use the voice channel in there for when we do that anyway that has been episode 12 of vr souls thank you very much for coming i hope you've enjoyed yourselves let's say goodbye everyone goodbye bye everybody. everyone bye